Basement Bookers Podcast. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Basement Bookers Podcast, a week in professional wrestling that saw the return of Cora Jade, Nikita Lyons, and of course, the metaphor to in-ring competition. And let's not forget about the tragedy that unfolded on Monday Night Raw. We will speak on that. The unprovoked, the savage attack on an icon in the world of professional wrestling. An immortal, if you will. But enough about that. My name is Basement Chair, one half of the Basement Booker's podcast. That means I guess better than the other guy the last time. And he is the world's most boldest man. Actually, you know what? He's the world's most baldest Rizzest man. Because he was Riz before it was cool. My partner on this podcast, Rich the Riz, everybody. Rich the Riz. Thank you, bro. Yes, I have been the Riz before Riz was a thing. I made Riz a thing. And if you've been following wrestling and following us, you know the deadline has passed. So, But just for you, just for you guys... We are extending this offer for the next, I don't know how long, we haven't decided yet, the next 37 people of the Bookiverse to hit that subscribe button will get guaranteed non-exclusive Basement Bookers content for life. So hit that button now. Well, uh, you know, that's a great deal, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit that button, but like deadline, we still got to do that. Like we got to talk about that. So, like, last week we did, remember? We were like, oh, him and them. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. What a wacky I mean, episode. That was fun to do, I think. It was. So, do we still have to do that then, I guess? No. I think we can, I think we can use names now. Okay, great. Because... You got into a lot of trouble, man. Well, that's all for our predictions episode for this event. Make sure you like and subscribe. Follow us on this and that. Don't forget that. You can start using names now. Don't let it happen again. Oh, you don't. Dude, we're good now. We can use names again. We can use names now? We can use names now. All right. All right. So anyway, let's get going. So, see, as we're talking about NXT Deadline, we're here to talk about Axiom versus Nathan Frazier, both two men with the charisma that you can fit on the head of a pin, wouldn't you say? But their wrestling ability is the wide side of a barn. That's the difference. That's right, Jared. This match had all the flippity doodahs you would have expected. I just want to say one thing. I don't remember if I said it on air last week, but not a fan of the Spanish fly. I think I did say it on air last week. Yeah. I I think it's one it's an overexposed used type of thing to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's the cool factor wears off. Mhm. The doctor I'm... says stop playing with it. It won't work as well anymore. That's right. I think honestly, the actually the only good implementation I've seen is Cameron Grimes because he only does it when his opponent is running at him. 
So and he doesn't look like a guy that would do that type of right. move, I think. Right. You don't expect so, that from him. Right. So the guy do, running but... at him, the guy running at him creates the illusion that he's using his opponent's momentum to hit the move. So that makes it look more realistic. So good on you, Grimey. Speaking of momentum and Cameron Grimes, kudos on whoever in the WWE production department decided to use a uh, wrecking ball for a, the AR for Kevin Owens there. It was like, finally, because every time he would just do that, like that cannonball maneuver, I would think of that. Mm-hmm. And now the graphic department has once again done it. They've done it. Do it again. Unsung heroes in the production department there at the WWE. Back to deadline. The right guy won. Say from your brain to RTVs. That's right. The the right guy won. Um, which is to me is the guy standing on the right. You know. Yeah. So really good for you. Um, nothing's gonna come the left. Um, well, I mean, it depends on what direction you're facing. You know what I mean? Because everywhere you look is the front. You know what I'm saying? And it depends on what side of the mirror you happen to be on. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Yeah. Um, we ready for the next match? Axiom one, right? Because that's what I got. Yeah. Okay. Still okay, yeah. I just, I'm just making sure. All right, yes. Okay. On well, to the next. Five men. Rich Derez. Take it away. All right. This match as Basement Jr. just said had five men. It was Dijak. Dijak was out uh, first, starting with uh, I don't remember who. I guess it was Josh Briggs. Um, I didn't actually have the order here, but we also it know the other matter. five, the other three guys in the ring was Braun Breaker, Tyler Bate, and Big the strong boy. eventual winner, deservedly so. I think this is going to be a good storyline progression for him. Trick Willie. Well, Trick Williams got lucky. Um, he was at a deficit, mm-hmm. but then he went and um, fixed that deficit. And we all have Josh Briggs to thank for that. Uh, was him who was facing the Northern Lights when it was all said and done. I'm surprised mm-hmm. Braun Breaker doesn't have a bone to pick with him. Because weren't for him, we'd have a different issue here, now, wouldn't we? Yep. As, not for nothing, as soon as I saw Braun come out and hit uh, the three spears for the three points in the first 30 seconds he was out there, or whatever ridiculousness it was, I was like, yeah, Trick's got this. Trick, they, They're going to make Trick overcome. That is the hurdle that uh, Trick's going to overcome to solidify and win this match. That's right. Unfortunately for Braun Breaker Cooker, his uh, speed and intensity is a known game plan that all and everyone <laughs> are aware of because it's all he knows. So, right. oops. I mean, you could call him a one-trick pony. Yep. Yes, you can. You most, you most certainly can. Five women went out there. And Blair Davenport all over the place. Um, I really thought it was going to be Tiffany Stratton, but it was not to be. But this ain't over as far as Fallon Headley and uh, Tiffany Stratton are concerned. Uh, Blair Davenport, she's out there. She's uh, she's friends with Cora Jade a little bit. The returning Cora Jade, who's uh, 
She's enhanced her abilities uh, in ring and out of the ring and appears to be channeling the spirit of AJ Lee into some kind of lady. So, uh, yes, to keep things uh, from being uh, age-restricted, let's talk about this match here. Uh, what, what, What do you make of that? So I thought this was a, sh- a strong match. I liked uh, Metaphor's involvement. Um, weird. So anytime you, you get a situation where someone has to go into a cage as a penalty, and there are multiple people in the match, multiple people that can be put into the cage during the match, and you only have one cage, we know what's going to happen. There's going to be fighting in the cage. That's what we got. We actually got it with the, with the men. Uh, on the women's side, Metaphor blocked the door, so they had to fight their way out over the top. Fallon going through the announce desk at the hands of Tiffany Stratton. Obviously, we are, as you mentioned, we're going to continue that feud because Tiffany doesn't think Fallon is quite on her level. Certainly not top shelf, as she claims. Uh, As far as the rest of the match, strong match. As you mentioned, we saw Blair Davenport, who was the first to score a pinfall on Fallon Henley, by the win, by the way, ultimately gets a win with three falls. You know, uh, Fallon Henley, once when she was a little girl, she was at the bar that her mother and father own, and she looked up and she seen that the the whiskey on the top shelf there, and she swore that she'd also be top shelf one day. That's a real thing that was said on commentary at the beginning of this match. You couldn't come up with a better thing, but okay, sure. I'm inspired by alcohol. Look how up there it is. I want to be that. I feel what? like NXT, I feel like they feel like NXT is small enough now that they can kind of lean into this kind of stuff. But like, this is stuff that's going to get erased come main roster time. Yeah, it's like, listen, we got nothing here. Let's just let's yeah. just build some wins here. Maybe they'll like your in-ring stuff, and it won't make a matter that, like, your gimmick is just, like, you work at a bar. Like, but, hey, there's people whose gimmicks were that they worked at bars, and they're at the highest level of power. So, hey, it doesn't matter what the gimmick is. It matters what your follow-through is. If Fallon Headley... You know, she's got things. Two very important things. Guts and toughness, which is the same thing I just said. So, because isn't it the same? Like, uh, if you, nah. Can you say someone is gutsy and tough? Yeah, I, I think they're two different things. Tough is a resistance to defeat, whereas guts is more like bravery. So you can say guts and grit which is a popular word now at the moment. All right, basement booker, Rich Derez. What's next for Kaladi Jordan? Was this just a, I'm here, guys. Look look at me here. Did I get Kalani Jordan's name wrong? Did I get no, you got it. Okay. This was So this was uh, going to be her sort of uh, breakout performance, even in defeat. Uh, I, th- I think it went well for her. I think right now they're like, all right, Dane is gone. You just lost this match. Hang back for a bit. We'll find a storyline for you, and then you'll be back. So I think she'll probably be off for a couple weeks until they figure something out. 
Okay, and we don't have to worry about anybody else. Like, as long as metaphors around, you know, Flash Legend's gonna just always have fun. He's gonna do whatever, right? You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, looking forward to what happens after. You know, does Blair Davenport beat Lyria Valkyria? We you know this. Cora Jade eventually become the NXT Women's Champion. Time will only tell us that, but we can only speculate. I would say having Cora Jade not win the NXT Championship is fine for me. Like, if she did her NXT run without winning the belt and she just went to SmackDown, then that'd be fine for me. Um, yeah. I, I think so, too. Like, she, in a way, she's on kind of on the level of Trick Williams where they had good enough good strong enough performances that they don't need the title. That's right, brother. Well, I think it's time to talk about the next match on the deadline card. Don't you think that? Yes. Speaking about speculation, uh well, listen, this match led me to speculation. I couldn't believe it. Lex is Kang, he lost um carmelo hayes won and uh carmelo hayes who's was attacked on tuesday maybe i didn't see anybody attack him and he seems to be fine enough to go and eventually uh defeat grayson waller on smackdown he was cleared yeah so something tells me i don't know if that actually happened one of these guys is pulling a fast one. So what do you think about that match that they had there and all the things I said? So before <laughs> that, after the attack, uh, during the closing segment of NXT this week, we saw uh, Carmella Hayes uh, hobble out to interrupt the conversation between Trick and Ilya. And it was... His left knee he was selling earlier in the night when he first got attacked, but then it was his right knee he was limping on when he got to the ring. And Ilya was the one, was the first one on TV to say, if you even did get attacked. So obviously the story is he faked an attack. And I, I can't, I don't, I, there are far too many attacks in NXT where the victim doesn't see. His or her assailant. Far the too thing, much. First of all, it's not even poorly lit. Right. It's not the parking lot. Right. Not That is what leads me to believe that either one or both of these attacks are bullshit. Because it did not occur in the parking lot. If it were to occur in the parking lot, legit. Mm -hmm. These did not happen in the parking lot. This happened. Might as well be broad daylight. Broad back light, room light. Lights mm -hmm. were on, nothing went dark. Nothing like that. Mm -hmm. So, that's very interesting. It just happens to be this situation. Now, if it was Mellow that attacked Trick, right? Is the actual motive that he, he thinks if it really came down to it, Trick would beat him? So he's threatened by Trick? I mean, maybe. It stands to reason. Unless he's like... He's not... Like, he's friends with him. 
you know, they're friends with each other and they believe in each other's abilities, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not, he thinks he's great, not just because he says it, he knows it. Mm -hmm. And that goes for both of them. So, yeah, maybe. You know, that's how it works. If you think, like, you wouldn't, they wouldn't be riding together if they didn't think they were awesome. Right. So, that's, that's, that's what I think. Uh, I think maybe this is it. I think Carmelo Hayes is on. He might be the guy to beat Logan Paul for the United States Championship. You know, and he's about to wrestle Kevin Owens. Yeah, in the uh, tournament. So he and he's got to get through Kevin Owens. And remember, you know, Kevin Owens, he's got a little history with the United States Championship too. He had fought John Cena on a Monday Night Raw, right mm. off of NXT. He stepped on the U.S. title. Yeah, but still, like, there's a whole history here, guys. Mm-hmm. So let's let's remember. Maybe it's time for him to do the, you know. So we might at least see Carmelo Hayes versus Logan Paul. Yep. This, this whole Carmelo Hayes thing, you the U.S. title tourney, I like it. I dig it. Will he be the one to be to dethrone Logan Paul? I mean, I think it might be a little early, but if 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 Hayes goes all the way and he, Hayes does face Logan Paul, I think he's going to have a great great showing because for for two reasons: one, company seems to be behind him, and two, someone deny his greatness. Please, go ahead, try it. Do you think Carmelo Hayes worked with Logan Paul to help him get ready? Could be because they used Carmelo Hayes to help um, Cody when Cody was um, getting ready to come back and shit. Could be. Yeah, he it's might be possible. that guy, so that might be. So I'm saying like that's might make the chemistry of mm-hmm. the match good if they if he helped train the guy. So that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Either way, um, either way, I, I truly believe and you got to be blind to not see it both Hayes and trick have fantastic futures ahead of them as long as they can stay healthy and i can't wait to view it because i'm pretty sure we saw both of their like first televised matches ever yeah probably you know it's it's a it's likely um you know with this here show nxt Mm -hmm. All right. all right next up we have dragon lee defending the north American, no, sorry, duh, Dirty Dom. Spoiler alert. Right. Sorry about that. Dirty Dom trying, attempting to defend his North American championship against Dragon Lee. However, Dragon Lee successfully obtaining the championship using what they're calling the Operation Dragon. Which is a tilt whirl inverted DDT for anyone taking notes there. That's right, Rich Torres. Now Dragon Lee is on the Wesley Memorial North American Championship run. He's out there. He's saying he's going to put it out there all on the line. Just put the whole kit and caboodle, the old baseball batting balls right on the desk for everybody to see. Come at me, bro. I will fight anyone, Wesley style, fight you at a urinal, fight you at a gas station, fight you in 
a roller coaster bathroom and then face you one on one, mano a mano, in the squared circle. Anywhere, anytime, SmackDown or NXT, I'm assuming. Yeah. So. I guess. And next week, he already has a challenger lined up, but he doesn't know who it is. What? It's, it's the no quarter catch crew. If I had to bet, uh, as I like to call the Black Bull Combat Club at home, um, which basically is what it is, this sounds like a regal idea of anything. Uh, and fine, I guess. But my prediction, if I was booking it, he'd have to f- all of them, like yeah. each each one individually. Yeah, down it start, like start a, with the rookie, like a Mortal Kombat boss tower, baby. Just like, but he's the champion, and yeah. he's got to prove, you know, he's the man. You know, if they do that, I bet. So it, let's say they go from like bottom up. They're gonna start with the rookie, whose name I always forget because he's brand new. Brandon uh, Yeah. Um, I think that they'd probably put Dempsey next when really it should be Kemp next because Kemp kind of just came in later. Yeah, I would put Kemp. Kemp is like a potato. Uh, you know, like you could just add him to anything. You know what I mean? To make it a little bit more. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like if I love that. Like a, thank you. So. That's what, you, that's what I think about Kemp. So I thought you I usually like his his uh, promo skills. So very much like a potato. I mean, look, uh, yeah, because some there's different ways to deal with a potato. You know, there's you can bake a potato. Mm-hmm. You know, you can make the potato with the French fries. You know, like if you mm-hmm. season potato good enough, it tastes good. You know, mm-hmm. it sometimes tastes no good. You know what I mean? So I don't know anything about cooking. But I know what I said. So I think you know what you like. That's right. I do know what I like. And (laughs) yeah. And then like Gulak and I would say Dempsey would be the guy at the top there because I think he's got the most potential. I know Gulak's the most skilled. He's got the most experience, but he's just really never hit. He's he's got this ceiling. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? As you know, as much as we enjoy his technical skills, and I think he would tell you too. You know, I think he would agree. I feel like Gulak was connecting a lot better when he was doing his PowerPoint presentation gimmick. The crowd was look, really digging it. Look, I'm. I know a lot of people did. I thought it was kind of amusing, but you that can get you but so far. You know, that's not like a generational gimmick. You know, that's not The Rock. You know mm. what I mean? That's not L.A. Knight. You yeah. know, that's not a John Cena. You know, that's not a Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? what? You know what I mean? That's not. You know, then again, a lot of that isn't. And it's like, why would you say? What would you say? Triple H? Maybe that's not a Triple H. You know, the game. But a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of that in the promo. Uh, you know what I mean? What I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm saying with that? You know, every so, time. And we mm-hmm. still, you know, we still respect the game. Uh, you know what I mean? He's just great. But you know, they all had their things. Like you know, the best was when each was doing that. I don't remember who it was with, but it, oh, maybe it was Rock. And then he's like, ah, "Listen, I know, I know, we gotta do this thing where we're all up in each other's faces, but like, you know, we're a little close right now. We're a little close." Yeah, that's when like, the Rock had come back. Yeah, that was and great. Yeah, that, those were all very good. I, I'd recommend people watch them because 
I'm not chancing that putting it in here and them taking it off of here. So, but you at home, you know how to find it. Just do do it. I yeah, more of that, more of those things. I love those. Um, all right, you ready for the next one? Everybody's favorite white wheat baby face here, Roxanne Perez. Uh, you know, tough luck. Uh, tough luck because. Which was odd because I would have thought like this would be the end of the feud, uh, you know, skeet, skeet, skeet. But uh, Kiana James with the assist mm-hmm. of another character, Izzy uh, Dame. Izzy Dame, uh, Rich Riz, what can you tell us about her? Her name sounds awfully like Dizzy Dame, and that's all I know about her. Well. She's friends with Kiana James, I guess, or just doesn't like Roxanne Perez. Um, Both. I mean, they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Like, this is... I really thought Roxanne Perez was going to win, like I said last week. Uh, Maybe, or I alluded to directly or indirectly um, at any point, that it would be her. But um, Kiana James. She's not just going to go out there to work. You know, and do jobs, I guess. And she's out there. Does that mean she wins the feud, though? If she's only... Like, it's still two to one. Is... I, like, because Roxanne Perez and her fought in the... um Was it Trick or Street fight or whatever? Mm-hmm. Did yep. they have another gimmick match? Or is this the only... Sec- this is like the second time they're doing this then. So they're tied. For some reason, I thought it was like three times they had fought each other, but... I'm having trouble recollecting. Yeah, I keep flashing back to the supermarket thing, but that was Blair Davenport. Yeah, Blair Davenport, who, you know, she's going to have herself a title match at New Year's Evil, you know? That's right. She's got her own thing going. You know, Cruella's got it going on these Mm -hmm. days, uh, player. Um, So, yeah. But Roxanne Uh, Perez and, and, sorry, you got to do Kiana James. By the way, I hate the gimmick that she says her name along with the announcer. Yeah, you shouldn't do that because you're a bad guy, right? But even still, it's like it's like, are you are you trying to memorize your own character name? What is that? No, because it's like that's who she is. You know, that's like I'm her. You know what I mean? To me, that's like that's this saying this lady saying my name. That's who I am. You know what I mean? I am this. You know, that's what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think. Uh, that's my interpretation. Okay. I, 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 It's not for me. I mean, it's not for me either. I'm just trying to, like, give some kind of, like, uh, I'm trying to help her out here. You know what I mean? Be mm-hmm. a devil's advocate, if you mm-hmm. will. Also, why um, was she allegedly shown leaving WWE headquarters? I don't know. That was strange. It's all very strange. No definitive follow-up on that yet. Maybe she went to go talk to somebody. She's a mover and a shaker. You know, maybe she was like, let me get this Izzy Dame person a job to help me. Maybe. Speaking of movers and shakers, not to go too far off to- off of the topic of this match, but it is. Uh, so Ava is Shawn Michaels' assistant now? You know, it's nepotism. You know, like The Rock, you know, he's like, listen, bro, like her wrestling, you know, 
you know, if you could maybe, if you could do, if she could do like, hey, you know, do for the best, you give a little, you know, what do you think? And, and Shawn Michaels like, all right, no problem. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and then there you go. There she is. That's what I thought. That's I like sometimes like where they don't explain things and I don't care. I'll make up a story and I'll go with it and I'll be fine with it. And that's my canon right there. So if you want that to be your canon, then there you go. The rock. I didn't know we were call. showing our cannons on this podcast. I got no choice. I'm the basement champion. Okay. I got to represent. You know what I'm All saying? Right. I got to put it out there. You know? All righty then. So uh, let's get on to the main event, uh, which sees Ilya Dragunov taking on Baron Corbin. I was begged and pleaded with. Rich Torres wants to handle the main event, and so I've decided as the champion of the basement, I will be kind. Because after all, it is promotion season. So why don't you go ahead? It is indeed promotion season. I'm not sure who 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 begged you, but thank you. Anyway, uh, our don't main event. Our main event saw Ilya Dragunov defending his NXT Championship against the Ship Burner himself, Mister Baron Corbin, who I believe is on his fourth WWE theme song, if we count. The mashup between the I Am the Darkness and the whatever that other one was. Anyway, this was a hard-hitting match. I think part of this match, part of the purpose of this match was to show us that besides being like a couple of hit wonder and a couple of athletic things, Corbin can really get it done in the ring. Um, yes, looking like a Mr. Clean for the modern audience. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin does indeed have those attributes. That's right. So this was a good, strong match. I like this match a lot. I love the fact that Ilya Dragunov as champion can bring the best out of anyone. So I look forward to a long title reign for Ilya. Uh, that being said... I mean, in case you didn't see, that's obviously a spoiler. Ilya defended successfully using the Torpedo Moscow after a hug. After the match, Trip came out to the stage to pose because now Trip isn't among tender. And we saw Hayes come out as well. But why? We don't know. I think only the live audience knows. Yeah. Because it cut off. If I was Trick, before I came out, I would have somebody put baby oil on me. You know, I would come out there shining and just be like, pow. You know what I'm saying? I just like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, mm, this is what you're in for. This is what you're in for, Ilya. Like, I know right now you may have avoided a wolf, but I'm like, not a wolf. I'm a trick whooper whatever that may entail i'm gonna do that to you that's what i would have done you know so as for son of mr clean i don't know what's next um if he could uphold his father's legacy or not um you know now that he couldn't get the nxt championship and now it makes sense to me 
why they kept giving him all these victories. Like, why would they let Corbin beat Braun Breaker, Kerr? Mm-hmm. And that is to give him some wins to make him a threat to Ilya. Mm-hmm. You know, because Corbin, he's from the big leagues. He came down here. He's beat people down here that are big. And mm-hmm. now that's a test that he's passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all to build the win for Ilya to make it things, mean that much more. Things are starting to make a lot of sense. And it makes a lot more sense when we talk about certain Monday Night Raw happenings you know it's time to catch everybody up on what's been going on on the main stage we've been away for a little bit and that's the next one that's right but before i want to know how long do you think Ilya dragunov holds on to the nxt championship guessing right now with no information after nxt new year's evil do we have a new NXT champion? Not at New Year's Evil. I think the distractions, whether it be actual physical distractions or just his him being preoccupied uh, mentally will take Trick out of the game. Um, uh, so, no, I don't think Trick is going to win the NXT title this time around, at least. Um, I think Ilya holds it until or through and beyond the WrestleMania NXT premium live event, whatever that's called. I don't remember. Me too. Uh, I think he's going to still be the champion uh, regardless of what happens. I think... Once again, the streak continues that this partnership will survive another friendship. The Basement Booker's podcast still together, and Trick Williams and Mello will probably break up. Don't feel bad, guys. There have been many of you. So many groups, so many tag teams have fallen on the wayside. As the streak continues, as we continue to ride on, and the rest of you continue to destroy each other. The mountaintop is too high. The air is too thick. We can't even do. We can't do exercise. It's too hard. It's too hard because of the, the the atmosphere up here. It's too hard. That's right. It's a very thin atmosphere. Rich Torres, tell me something that you wanted to talk about, Liv Morgan. Yep, just real quick hit of the NRB. Uh, Liv Morgan was arrested. Uh, this was Monday. Um. In the state of Florida for possession of drugs. My guess is it was in her car. This report here doesn't actually specify this report that I uh, rather almost thoroughly skimmed. Um, so we don't know what's happening there. It's uh, not more than 20 grams, though. And I don't, I don't really know grams, but 20 grams doesn't seem like a lot. Uh, but it says she might have a, up to a six-month driving license suspension and be subject to random drug testing. Personally, I think this is dumb. Um, but, you know, the law is the law and whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is one of those sources nowhere near the situation. I heard somewhere on X something 
that like the pen that was in the Jeep that wasn't hers, that it was probably left there by a friend of hers. But that also sounds like something a teenager would say when like their parents finds it in the car. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, but like, just because something sounds like a thing that would be said, that doesn't mean that that's necessarily what it is. So you can't like, that's why that's in this segment that I like to call that my part of this segment. I'm a sub part, the sub segment source is nowhere near. Cause just because it sounds like bullshit doesn't mean that's what it is. You know, if you can get your, you know, your day in court, mm-hmm. you, know, and you shouldn't really though. But like, as long as no one got hurt, you know what I'm saying? But like, and she, she didn't test, you know, high or whatever, then I didn't mean to say that. I meant like it, in, in height, you know, in whatever. Yeah. So of uh, elevated THC levels. Yes. From what I understand, she might be wellness violated. So I think she's got like the 30 days or something. So I saw that and that uh, I saw a tweet by some Sean Ross Sapp fake account. Oh, okay. So, so maybe it's nothing. Because I yeah. thought I, don't I know. saw that. I literally said, holy shit, really? And I clicked on it and I'm like, oh, that's not his ad. Okay. I don't think this is a rehab situation either, man. I don't think you need to send her a rehab or whatever. You're 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 already down a blonde superstar as is. You know you don't want Liv Morgan on the shelf longer. Mm. You know because Charlotte Flair. I know this is gonna be hard news to for me to put out here. Like for some people, maybe you didn't watch SmackDown yet. Maybe you don't. Maybe it's hard to settle in. But six to nine months. Allegedly, mm-hmm. I say allegedly. Because whenever your favorite female superstar, she goes out there and she gets her moment, Charlotte Flair will always be there to just mess it up. So don't worry. She will be back sooner than that. Let me tell you right now. I'm going to say surprise Royal Rumble entrant. Or not. You know, maybe, you know, maybe not. But. I don't, I think, I, I really hope she's okay, and I hope that I'm right, that she's definitely, gonna, her music's going to play, and it's going to be a whole thing, you know? No, I hope so. Definitely uh, hate to see an injury. Yeah. You hate to see it, because it sucks. That's right. And everyone takes time off your career, because mm-hmm. even if you heal up, it's not like you heal up, like, the best. Yeah. And Which consequently, every, every one is a detriment to your post-career life. Just ask Mick Foley. I try not to ask him anything. That guy's a lunatic. <laughs> All right. I don't want to deal with that problem. Um, did, did you see him win the 24-7 title from a fan? There was a roll-up. It was a schoolboy. No, he put him to sleep. Oh. Maybe another guy. I don't know. The one I saw, he put him to sleep. Okay, so he's he's known for doing this. Um, it's it's a good thing that it's no longer recognized. Mm-hmm. You know, the greatest you the greatest twenty four seven champion. You know, was assaulted. That's right. Uh, this we're going to talk, talk about that right now. Right. This Monday Night Raw, I I was disgusted. Um, I almost wrote the cable company, and I'm trying to call Triple H. 
but it keeps saying that the number I've dialed is no longer in service or something. Mm. I don't know what that's about. It's probably a prank that Hunter likes to play on his friends. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, this is not even his number. Okay, haha. You know, I know it is. I know it is, and I didn't like that. I can't believe Damian Priest would attack our truth like that. You know, I was, I was on board with the Judgment Day mm-hmm. until that. Until that, I feel like the line's been crossed. I can't. I don't know what to. Assault on a legend. Yeah. All he wanted to do was decorate the clubhouse. It there is no door, so you can't lock it. Stop saying. There's Locked allegedly the a front door and a back door, and they there is no, there's no door. Okay, it's in the back. Are you sure there's it's not no like door. the APA door? That no, I would if I saw a doorway, then it would be like the APA door. But since we don't, and there is none, there's nothing. Now At least we don't the APA always... had the doorway. But now, now we don't always see the doors on the arenas, but we presume they're there, right? So they could have an APA-style door in both the front and the back of the clubhouse. They don't, though. But you don't know that. No, I do, Because we haven't seen it doesn't mean it's not there. No, I do, though. I do, though. Okay? I do. They don't even have walls. Like, the side you're seeing... You don't need walls Uh... for a door. All right, I, I'm moving on because we're gonna sit here and argue about doors and no doors on like made the made door. up places. Uh, what do you want to talk about? What's next, buddy? Man, you know that ass- that assault just had me reeling. It's... Yeah, I like. I don't know why to do that. Why would they like attack him like that? He didn't even do nothing. He, he, he you know, it's we already know your heels, you know. Mm-hmm. If they, if only they didn't chapter John Cena so much, like mm-hmm. I would have loved if eventually, which it won't happen because of stupid actor crap, um, they decided to go back to work. So John C- they took John Cena away from us. They sacrificed him on the altar of Solo, which I still don't, I'll never understand. Um, but like, you could have had our truth team up with John Cena and a tag team match against Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. And I would have had John Cena and R-Truth win the tag team championships. That would have been so cool. Like a nice little tag team title run, R-Truth and John Cena. Yeah, I mean, uh, a living legend and his childhood idol. I know. It's like, it writes itself, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm being honest. That's uh, better than Braun Strowman and uh, John Cone's kid. Yeah, what would, you, what would you call it? The Cena truth? <laughs> I don't know. And the and like thank God like for the Creed brothers I was getting upset I'm like I was thinking somebody would come out immediately mm-hmm. like the whole locker room would empty out but only the Creed brothers came out to stop these guys from beating up and uh like like our truth like when when I hear names I hear I hear I hear Bob Backlund you know I hear I hear the Iron Sheik mm-hmm. you know rest in peace Iron Sheik you know I hear Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase you know I hear Brett the Hitman Hart I hear legends. Mm-hmm. Our truth that's like attacking Bruno San Martino that's right. in the ring. All right, you, you just gotta dig him up and just beat up his body in the in the ring like that. Are you just beating up our truth? It's awful. Terrible. I was travesty. It was a travesty. Justice for truth. 
I demand justice for truth. Hashtag justice for truth. The Creed Brothers had an interesting Monday Night Raw. I think they came out twice. They did. So they're busy. They, they're involved. They, yeah, they're pretty high on them. Let's talk about the match. The match that has the internet abuzz. Mm-hmm. Backseat Dupree versus Rhea Ripley. Diarrhea. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, not saying anything because it's not Rhea Ripley's fault. Um, I think there was just a miscommunication there. Maybe not enough jump. And, uh, you know, Maxine Dupree stepped there for the, uh, you know, the finish. Mm-hmm. And uh, decides is just like, oh, I guess I'll tap her out because this is just. But the match itself was, you know, I mean, look, I think they wanted to give her a chance. She wanted to prove herself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to go back to the drawing board. You know? Yeah, and it's okay. Like, we know that Maxine is on the green side. Uh, but, je- like, her character work is excellent. It's like a 9+, plus, right? Her in-ring work still needs work. I That's felt okay. like she might have been intimidated. She looked intimidated in there. Like, Rhea Ripley has that effect, obviously, but, like, she looked very intimidated. Do you think it's so? An, it's, I, I, I would dare to say it's her. Mo, it's Maxine Dupree's most high-profile match she's had ever. Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's the women's world's champions. Right. You know, and it's one thing to suplex a Valhalla. You know, but you're in there in a singles match against like this creature mm-hmm. from nightmares, mm-hmm. conjured up from the the nightmares of monsters. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what that means? I do. So, like, Rhea you know. is speaking of character work. Her character work is a ten, right? Her in ring work, of course, is also a ten. Rhea is on top for a reason. Um, so certainly, Maxine Dupree, having only a small handful of matches under her belt, uh, would have been intimidated going in on Raw, facing the Women's World Champion. That's right, Richter is. Yeet. And we're on to the next segment here. We're talking about Jimmy J, J, Jimmy, Jimmy J, J, Jimmy J, Yeet Uso. The Yeet is back in town. Rich DeRiz, aren't you excited about this or something? Yeet. Okay, great. So, on Monday Night Raw, we're allowed to say yeet. Um, We're allowed to spray redness into people's eyes. Um, Look, I'm not conspiratorial, but here's what I think happened here. I think I know where this feud came from. One day, Cody was on his phone. He said, Triple H, I got to talk to you. Triple H is like, okay, Cody, listen, I told you we're not doing blood. And Cody's like, wait a minute. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. What if Red missed? And then Triple H sends an eye roll emoji. Mm-hmm. Then he sends the thinking face emoji. Mm-hmm. And then he sends K. And then Cody's like, yes, and this is where we go. This is where it came from. The reason Nakamura's feuded with Cody mm-hmm. 
is so Cody could get covered in red mist and he can fill his blood quota. And then eventually uh, Cody will actually bleed after taking the mist from whatever. And he'll say, real blood, cry me a river. Oh, my God. Don't forget to answer the right Oh, my goodness gracious. Pierce, you know, he's got a thing to do. Yeah, there's um, a few things to do. Rich Therese, take us through CM Punk, your favorite. Your favorite guy. Every time he says, I love you guys. I'm home. I'm waiting. I'm like counting down when that becomes a part of the heel persona he's doing next. Because I have a feeling that that's where that's leading to. Yeah. You know, like. Seth is the face. He's, I think Seth is the face. But I think also Punk is the face. I don't like, like he it. Thinks he is, you know that's kind of, that kind of thing. I don't like it. I don't like it. Anyway, uh, Cancer Man's week or weekend, I should say. He went to SmackDown, as we did. We discuss was that? Yeah, we discussed that. Did we? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. He went to to uh, NXT Deadline, opening the show, teasing going to NXT. That's only going to be for it's not just that. Okay, he's not going to commit himself there. Right. And what did he say? He said Raw gave him by far the best offer because, of course, it's a three-hour show compared to the other two-hour shows. They're going to have more money to play with from the advertisers. Duh. But he wanted to uh, be able to face... I don't know. Wait, what did he say? It doesn't matter what he said. Ultimately, he wants to be able to face Seth freaking Rollins for the um, world title when he wins the Royal Rumble. Please don't make him win the Royal Rumble. I don't know if he'll win the Royal Rumble. I do know if I were him, in my deal, I'd want to main event a WrestleMania. So he could theoretically wrestle Seth at Mania. Fine. I just don't want him to win the marble. Let's not do that. My guess is Cody has to win an elimination chamber to get to Roman. Mm -hmm. That's my guess. But it tracks. I mean, it's a great way to get juice. Yep. <laughs> so. He's fiending right now. He's being well. If Nakamura's in he, there, he's home. We, he's home. He's like Brandy. I just I have so much blood in my body. I got to get it out. Well, listen. If you think about it, the Nakamura thing is a setup for that too, because he could wind up in that elimination chamber match. Yeah. And there's your red mist, mm -hmm. and Cody gets to be covered in it, and he's fine. He'll get something in him in his hair. You know. And Triple H sends another eye roll emoji. But there you go. Let's go. That's 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 just gonna be it. And who knows who's in this elimination chamber? Mm. Yo, oh my god, what are solos in that elimination chamber? Yo, the because next tribal now, chief, right? That's right. As we now know, the next tribal chief is solo. Contrary to what Jay believe Jimmy was believing. Did now, you watch? Did you catch that? 
I, I mean, it was played as day for everybody. It was like yeah. the one of the funniest things to happen. I was sitting there, like, telling my wife, I'm like, you got to come see this. Yeah, it was she was distracted the... by the loops on the back of Jimmy's shoes, but I guess she didn't appreciate it as much as I did. But I was dying. I thought it was very funny. So, I, yeah, I, I was going to say, this is probably the funniest non-Sammy bloodline segment of all. But well, that combined with Jimmy Yeet backstage, it's it's kind of like this, okay? It's like it's like this. It's not the best version of the Bloodline storyline right now. I feel mm-hmm. like you know how like you get a movie, mm-hmm. like there's the Bloodline movie, and then like Bloodline Two, you know, it's not in Bloodline Two. They had to make some changes, you know, some characters left the team mm-hmm. and. Bloodline 3 is the result of Bloodline 2, and it's not, you know, it's like, instead of having, like, of like more than a handful of great moments, mm-hmm. like, you get these, and it's like, oh, that's pretty cool, because it's been pretty sparse mm-hmm. moments like this, and the third movie in the trilogy, as it were, mm-hmm. if, even if it is a trilogy. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the lull in the action. Yeah, like that's why it was like a breath of fresh air. What with you know the tribal chief be, being missing in action mm-hmm. now, and now, I see a lot of rumors going on, uh, talking about maybe WrestleMania 40 is the last one for tribal chief that he's not going to resign or whatever. That's all hearsay and conjecture. And until it's said by him, I, it's all bullshit. I don't believe right. any of that. Mm-hmm. You know, they were saying he's going to take a break after last year mania. You know, he's. I mean, his schedule did like kind of get lowered a little bit, but you know, not really on break. You know? Right. So, speculation here. Yeah. Did what are the odds that our tribal chief Roman Reigns said that Solo is the next heir and came up with this whole concept of promotion season to promote Solo as the next? The uh, the next tribal chief, the tribal heir, as he said, simply as an effort to get Jimmy in line. I don't think it's gonna have that desired effect. I feel like Jimmy's lost because remember he told him he's like, "Let's promotion season." You know, if you somebody were to. Take out Randy Orton, you know, maybe they get a little bump, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't get it done. Nope, he did not. He didn't get it done. And uh, that I led us to a return. That's right. AJ Styles is back. And for some reason, AJ Styles does not like LA Knight. Hmm. What's that all about? You know, like AJ was last attacked by the bloodline, which is why Roman was confused. I guess his receipt was that phenomenal forearm. Yep. And I guess he's done with him and he's on to LA night for some reason. Maybe it's that whole megastar thing and saying no one has ever until him has had a as meteoric arise. Yeah, that's it. That's what that's it. I think AJ Styles takes exceptions to that. That's what I was thinking. It could be. 
And you would think that I would know this offhand or have researched it, but uh, I fail. I wonder if they Eli might Drake be... and AJ Styles. Yeah, I wonder if they're sort of uh, pulling some history from uh, T and A. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I I I think like it's more the disrespect. Like I feel like if that's a that's like a like a B. Like if if not that then that. But I feel mm-hmm. like it's more likely. It's more like I was I'm AJ Styles. You know, I was so I, the face I that runs it... the place for like years. I've been WWE champion. You just like. Yeah, I think AJ was there for like three years when he finally oh, got yeah. like a, a, a big run and night. But then again, AJ didn't start in NXT. Nope. He bypassed it because he's freaking AJ Styles. So one would argue that maybe they have been there about the same amount of time if we're counting NXT as main roster canon. I agree. I would, though. You know so, what I mean? I mean, ultimately, we're, we're, uh, one would imagine we're going to find out next week on SmackDown. Oh, we better. Because mm-hmm. AJ Styles looks like he on that juice. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, hey, buddy. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. We give, just, yo, pay who you got to pay. I don't care. Like me, when it comes to pro wrestling, like I said, I'll say it again. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. Do what you yeah. gotta do. It's 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 all it's acting, baby. You know, it's pro wrestling. Don't worry about it. All right. We're not, you know, it's not like a cage fight. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Big, big, big. And not for nothing. Like, yo, just go see the rocks guy. Just call the rock. <laughs> no, no, like AJ, AJ's like for his frame, like he's pretty jacked right now. Yeah, yeah. Like to 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 get like rock size, he he you know no i'm not saying just him i'm like everybody else like talk oh, yeah. to the rocks guy let's go yeah just have cody just <laughs> yeah it's cody <laughs> oh man uh, you gotta be careful saying? with cody he'll work his peck off again man just like calm chill the fuck out bro <laughs> yeah maybe maybe like throw some crazy glue on that but anyway yeah. uh what i was saying we haven't seen the good brothers in a while either like Miriam's kind of just been on her own doing her own thing yeah i kind of like wrote them off my fantasy team kind of thing like you know it's yeah. like in, in my mind it's like all right well i yeah. guess we're not taking this seriously anymore now, yeah now the good brothers are decent at comedy i feel like within the the confines of wwe sometimes it doesn't land uh contrary to southpaw where it was on point um, it, it's like some of it wasn't really landing, I felt, in WWE. Or maybe it was just too scripted for them. But I feel like their strongest work is as heels. And yeah, I think heels. And, like, their work translated better with New Japan Wrestling than it does, I feel, with, like, this audience. I think. Yeah, it, it, it definitely does. Like, their yeah. their their character work is, is more, uh, more geared towards the Japanese audience. And that's yeah. just... You know, it's fine. You I'm fine. Get over that. how you get over, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't care where I'm over as long as I'm over, bro. Yeah, but one would say the OC could be the next heel faction. They're all heels, though. Like the only face faction is Alpha Academy, and I, I don't think Creed Brothers are a faction. They're a tag team. Yeah, they're know? a tag team with Ivy. Yeah, um, you got Judgment Day, Bloodline. 
you know, heels. There's also the loose alliance of, you know, like Cody and Jay and KO and faces. LA Knight and Orton. Basically, everyone that is anti-Bloodline. There's plenty of faces, which is a good thing. Yeah. You know, every show's got good good uh, face. Now, I, I don't count NXT when I say every show. I guess I should say Raw and SmackDown has a healthy balance mm-hmm. of, like, faces. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I before we move on, because we're running a little long here. Um, I kind of like, like what Escobar is doing. Like, I feel like that was going to be like a meme, like just to blame Carlito for everything, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like, uh, Richter Wiz was late for the podcast because of Carlito. Uh, it was Carlito's fault. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like when, when you're a pet parent, right? You got a bunch of pets. And let's say that's Ray, right? And he, he find he goes out, he finds another stray, brings it home, and now all of a sudden there's it's all this discord. There's all this discord. I wasn't gonna go that far, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> there's all this discord in the house. Like like the the former stray is constantly fighting with the pets with 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 the family you already had, and you end up getting bit. Yeah, breaking up a melee, and that's what happened to Ray. Ray's knee is the bite on the ankle as a result of breaking up the melee. That's acceptable. Yeah. And where are Joaquin Wild and Cruz del Toro right now? I think they got shelved by um, Escobar. True, but are they like do they really still need to be selling. It's been a while already. I yeah, like, dude, like there weren't weapons. You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> If it were up to me, like they would be there, but like maybe they got plans for them, you know? Like maybe they didn't work out too good where they're at, right? Oh, LWO would be yeah. a face faction, but where are they? Where's Carlito? That's a great question. He's had like one and a half matches since he's come back. Is his schedule full? I feel like they're just, they don't got anything for him to do, really. I guess it's going to be him and Escobar, so he'll come back. And wrestle Escobar, but like, why didn't he wrestle him? Why did they run the injury angle with Dragon Lee? I don't know if he's hurt. So maybe it was to get him off TV. Maybe so. Okay, so maybe they're all off TV right now because Ray's injury was out of the blue. Maybe they're and, selling being taken out, you know, except for Ray being at the show. But you know, if he's yeah, and then Smackdown. and then the whole and like let's just say the whole uh, LWO right now is on pause, except Santos, who's just going to continue doing his own thing until. Raise healthy and yada yada. I guess that's just gonna be what it is, you know. And yeah, Carlito's just in catering, eating apples. Hey, if they're free, be as many as you want. Uh, you know, a doctor will be staying away as long as you eat them a day. That's cool. So yeah. Um, look, unless there's something else you wanted to get into, I thought maybe we just hit the old dusty trail. And uh, let everybody know what the deal is. All right. Well, if you don't know the deal, I mean, you, you, you're you on YouTube. You watch things, right? You know you know what you got to do. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, hit that subscribe button. Hit the like. Hit the follow. Do all the things. Comment. Let us know your thoughts on the LWO, on Baron Corbin, on Judgment Day, on whatever wrestling related. Let us know 
down below. And Jerry's got a party message. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that party message. Oh, yeah, it's coming. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. Do what the man says. Fall the book up.